Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I am going to talk about home renovations and how this destroys many marriages and um, a different way to kind of think about this so that maybe you're not in the same boat. But before I do that, I, of course, want to tell you all to subscribe like I always do because it is so important that you hear all those 75 episodes, I think, by now that you have not heard yet, if you've not subscribed. Uh, lots on female arousal, female sexuality, and the most recent one was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Divorced in Spirit, the couple who's just not feeling it and leaving, living in a loveless marriage. So you should, um, that's part of my couples you meet in counseling series and you will want to hear that if you haven't. So anyway, uh, the home renovation topic, I have uh, many clients who are in the throes of home renovations um, over the years, of course, many, many of them. And this is like really interesting to me. I grew up in an apartment. I don't think anything was changed for the duration that I was there, nor has it probably been since. Um, so that is obviously a real crazy scenario that is unusual to never have anything changed at all um, because my parents were too anxious to do so. But um, what it does do is it gives me a different kind of perspective on this, <laughs> which is like, that, I mean, it's kind of like a, a lot of stuff when you grow up as an adult child of a dysfunctional family, um, in whatever sort of dysfunction it was, makes you feel like um, an anthropologist or a Martian in some ways when you observe more normative human rituals. And anybody that I'm talking to that grew up in a dysfunctional family will know what I'm talking about. And that's why there are books like The Adult Child's Guide to What's Normal, because <laughs> like you don't fucking know, you know at all. And um, so uh, it can, of course, there's many downsides to being on the periphery of a human normal but the one positive is that it can give you like an outside the box perspective. So this has always been just like crazy to me, you know, like that people are paying money like on purpose, putting themselves under stress, you know, like on purpose because they, they are choosing to do it. And so these, all these home shows, I mean, I could barely get through one of these home shows because to me, it's like, as though like somebody was like, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like cut off my arm and I have to, it's like my dream is to only have one arm. So the rest of the show is going to be about the six months that I have to learn to cope as an amputee. It's going to be really, really hard, but it always has been my dream to have one arm. It's like, what the fuck? So it's like so interesting because it's, it's so self-inflicted and it's also taught, it also speaks to one of my favorite topics besides, you know, the female orgasm, which is uh, the hedonic treadmill, which is like the minute that people make some fucking money, it's like they just go and spend it and get right back on the treadmill. So like now, instead of complaining about which, you know, 
$10 meal you're going to go to, people are complaining about which, you know, $150 meal they're going to go to. And it's like the same complaint and the same frustration, the same irritation. So it's like, might as well not work, like, you know, at, at all. If, if you're just going to kind of use your money to stay in the same frustrating patterns or to inflict new frustrating patterns upon yourself, such as, for example, the inability to use one's kitchen for like a month because it's being renovated. And then the excuse being that it's going to be your dream kitchen. But like, you know, you just like maybe don't have to have a dream kitchen. Like that's also an option. So it is really super interesting to me. And it is always... Um, and, and, and it's great if people love doing it. Like the people that really love doing it and they're like, oh, it's so exciting. Like these renovations are awesome. Like my house, this is basically my house, basically my art project. People don't obviously articulate it like this. But the feeling of certain people is my house is like my art project. I am creative. This is my template. This is my easel. This is my, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody, you in the back. Um, canvas? <laughs> The, the house is my canvas and I am expressing my individual self. This is wonderful. We're going to get takeout for a month. I don't give a shit because honestly, like this thing is going to be so fulfilling for me. Cool. Like for like the 10% of people I talk to that like really are into it cool but like 90% of people the way that they talk about it is like the this situation that is like like a disease has fallen up like a plague has fallen upon their house it's like they talk about it in hushed tones like somebody's died we've started renovating the kitchen <laughs> it's like you chose that you know you chose to renovate the fucking kitchen so it, it, you gotta kind of um there's so many variables at play for why this is such a stressful time in people's marriages because usually maybe not to the same degree as me and for what it's worth i by the way have renovated a previous home that i lived in because of course as i said i grew up in an apartment i didn't really it, i renovations were just like something from tv for me so i was like oh i'm gonna add a sunroom but i did i added the sunroom it was all good <laughs> i don't think i could have thought of a way to fight with my previous husband over the sunroom because it was only a positive a thing that we were doing there was like zero stress because to me this was super big privilege oh my god we're living in a house finally it was my childhood dream was to have a staircase got it and uh, now on top of the staircase imagine also we're gonna have a sunroom so in that case, it was like, it was considered all positive. So to me then, of course, when I hear of people talking in these, you know, undertaker tones about the stress of the renovation, it's always extremely interesting to me sociologically and given the hedonic treadmill stuff. But then also as a couples therapist and individual therapist, it's interesting to me what it does to the relationship because there's always one that is not quite as much of a Martian as me, but errors more on that side of like, wait, hold on, we're going to put $20,000 into a kitchen that's going to give us maybe $10,000 of equity. And also, you're already telling me you're going to be super stressed out about it. Why would we make this decision? So there's always that person, we'll call him the man, because he's usually the man. And then there's the person who says, 
but it's my dream kitchen. <laughs> and I will not sleep for three months because of my dream kitchen. So this, um, this, this scenario, by the way, is like sex, is like a microcosm of other issues in the marriage. So here's the most common one that I see. The most common one that I see is the woman who wants to do the renovations is frustrated with some other aspect of her life, her career, or something, or just midlife and feeling like my uh, couple that I always talk about, the annoyingly satisfied husband and the wife who wants more. So she wants more out of her life. She wants to do a creative project. However, she also is kind of frustrated with other bigger things in her life, which aren't going to be solved by the renovations, but she's hoping that it gives her this dopamine burst that makes everything better. She doesn't think about it like that, but that's the draw is that the dopamine burst of creativity that she gets will somehow eradicate the encroaching feelings of ennui and general life dissatisfaction and marital dissatisfaction that she feels. You know, guess what? It doesn't work. It works very temporarily. And then when they divorce, you know, they could put the house on the market with the $10,000 more of equity because of the $20,000 kitchen or what have you. Uh, some people may get, a, may get a better return on investment, but not generally. So the point being here that usually the situations when renovations are all good and it's just a wonderful boon to their life I don't hear about them but I frequently hear about them in couples counseling when there is much more going on so the woman is create is a creative or a sensitive person that feels thwarted and obstructed in the marriage in her life in general and sees this as like a way to give herself some sort of pleasure or release and she is a more sensitive person, usually. These are the people who like to look at the design for the kitchen and everything. They're the more creative people. And that goes, concords frequently with being a highly sensitive person. And the husband is usually a numbers kind of guy who's like, wait, what, is, what are we going to do? Like, I don't understand. How's, how's this going to happen? Why are we doing this to ourselves, etc.? We could be putting this money in investment. We could be doing this. We could be doing that. So anyway, what usually happens is the woman feels that the man's not listening. He doesn't want her to realize her, her dream here. He doesn't give a shit about the kitchen. He doesn't understand who she is as a person. He doesn't understand how she wants to make this house look. He doesn't understand the vision. And overall, she's very dissatisfied with him. Now, she would have been dissatisfied with him no matter how he showed up about the kitchen because it's deeper than the kitchen. However, on a positive note, if you are in this dynamic, then as the man, you got to try to understand what this means to her and then you're going to get on board better because I have seen very infrequently if some couples come together over this with coaching and help from me or whoever I only see my own sessions of course but there are other therapists in the world I've heard and um and, and the, if the man transforms how he thinks about the project and understands this is like basically she's now running a little business of like interior design, except she has one client and it's you, your family. And this is like her, she's trying to feel better about things. She's in midlife. She doesn't know which direction to go. And here we're going to make the house better. This is something to make me feel good. This is my canvas this is whatever if a man can understand that stuff 
and he can learn how to empathize and to be cheerful and excited about it. I had a podcast about being more positive as a man and not coming out so, um, you know, negative and stuff all the time. And the example I used was the kitchen renovation because, fuck, this is the relevant example. So a man who can understand that will have a lot happier of a wife. And perhaps his excitement that he can learn to, to feel genuinely when he sees her excited about this project, when he realizes it's not just about the kitchen, it's about her feeling... Uh, fulfilled and excited and, and happier, even temporarily, etc., then he can usually understand, well, would I spend $20,000 if she told me she wanted to start some kind of business? I guess I would, of course, you know, give her the seed money for that. Well, basically, that's what it is. Or $20,000 to go back to school or whatever the case may be. So assuming that they have the $20,000, which they do if they're going to use it for the kitchen. So what could the woman do, though, to understand her husband's perspective and not just see him as a buzzkill? Well, she can maybe understand more about how this seems this, to somebody who does not care what the kitchen looks like. This seems like you're lighting your money on fire, maybe with the exception of the equity, et cetera, that you're going to build. OK, great. But but right now, usually there are things that can also be done with the money, you know, and also the biggest one is the man sees the stress that it's going to cause you and you may be underestimating how stressed out you seem by this. Because on your side, you may be thinking, okay, I'm very, very stressed out, but also I'm going to get my dream kitchen so it's worth it. Kind of like the, you're very stressed out as a new mother, but you have your baby and that gives you joy. He's, if you have focused more primarily on the stress part of it, you may be having a branding problem, you know, and so you may need to think, what am I really talking about day to day? about the renovations. Am I telling him how excited I am every day? Or every day when he comes home, is there a story about the contractor is a piece of shit and he didn't get here on time and so everything is behind and we're going to need more money and they didn't have this thing that I wanted and we're not going to be able to eat anything but take out for three weeks. If it's, if for you, it may be understood that this is all worth it in the long run, but many women do not convey it like that. They convey it like this is an insoluble crisis. I started it and I thought it would be so quick and easy, but yet somehow I am trapped in this, in this excrement and I can't get out. And then they get upset when the man is like, well, let's just quit while we're ahead then. Have him finish up where he's at. We don't need to add in this or that or the other. Or when the man is, if he's a different kind of man, gets actively angry and says, I told you not to do this. Now all you're doing is complaining. So then what might you do? You might think, is all I'm doing complaining? Because if all I'm doing is complaining, then maybe he's got a point, right? Maybe to me, I'm expecting him to understand my creative process and all of these deep things that I uh, want to accomplish creativity-wise and how I actually do feel fulfilled by this, you know, on a deep level. But what I'm actually conveying is an endless stream of complaints. And now you can also use this episode to think about other ways that you may have a branding problem. Because if in your career, most what you do is come home and complain about your job and then your spouse tells you to quit your job, which so many men do, they think they're being very helpful. The wife has a job, she complains about the job. So he says, all right, 
you know what? We can make it work with the job. And then she says, well, you don't like, you don't listen to me. You're not supportive. But how not? Because you literally, to him, it seems like you hate your job. He is then trying. It's like as though there was like a large spider attacking you. And you're like, ah, ah, spider. And then he was like, oh man, that looks really hard. You know, you would want him to get the spider off of you. So that's what he's trying to do with the spider being your job or the spider being the kitchen renovation guy or whoever. Hopefully the kitchen renovation guy isn't on top of you. That would be a different podcast. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, the, the point here being, if all you do is look at the downside of whatever project, whether it's your career, whether it's parenting, whether it's the kitchen renovation, if what you actually do is complain all the time, which is a totally normal way for women to communicate with each other, to bond, by the way, is misery loves company is, oh my God, do you hear about this? Oh my God, you know how bad that is? Here's something even worse that happened to me. Oh my God, you feel fat? Look at me. I'm so fat. Oh, your kid is acting bad? Listen to what my kid did. He blew up like my shed, you know, like whatever. So women do bond like that, but men don't really bond like that. So if you are a woman that is constantly complaining about whatever it may be and thinking that this is like um, a way to bond and he should just be like, oh my God, that's so crazy. That's so whatever. That's just not how men's brain operates. So if you want to be a heterosexual woman, then kind of, you got to understand men, just as I constantly say to men, if you want to be a heterosexual man, you got to understand that women don't walk around, you know, like ready to go 24 seven, like a porn actress and so many other things that I try to tell men how to think about and the greater service of helping them understand their wives. So to recap, the kitchen renovations is overall can be a philosophical divide between people, some that don't even understand it at all, some that think that it is almost a necessary thing to inflict oneself, uh, uh, to inflict upon oneself every five to ten years. By the way, it's very interesting to go back to your family of origin and see how home projects were talked about. Because if you grew up in a house where there was renovations done constantly, you think this is an obvious thing. And two things to that. A, you may decide, all right, good, it's a positive thing, I like it, I get to be creative. Or you may be like, am I only doing this because like, I was raised to think that this is something you got to do to your house all the time? And or if I am, if my parents are still around and, and come to my house, do they actually make comments about my house? Because they were always renovating their house, so now they make comments about my house and then I go and hire a contractor. If that's happening, then you also want to think about, you don't want to do things in this life, this goes obviously far beyond this topic, but you don't want to do things in this life on automatic pilot because you were trained that way if they aren't actually fulfilling to you. There's some people who are like, wait, hold on. So, so I might be doing kitchen renovation because my mother did a kitchen renovation every, you know, so often. And it was just this, like, basically this super expensive, time-consuming thing that I grew up thinking is just some shit that I have to do as a homeowner. And that's just like what we do. We just renovate the kitchen all the time and then the bathroom and then this and then that. Well, then we redecorate, then we move the furniture. My mother never seemed any happier having done any of it. So maybe I could take that money and spend it on vacations instead. Or maybe I could invest it. Or maybe I could whatever the case may be. So there are some people who think back to how they were raised and they're like, wait, am I just literally replicating what I was raised with without any more deep thought? And or there's people who are like, oh, yeah, I was raised like that and I like it. And so then I do it. 
Or there's people who are like, I was raised in a real shithole, you know, and, and I want to make my house a lot nicer than that. And so that is part of it. And I'll tell you, if you explain it like that to your partner, you know, like I was raised in a house that was actually falling down and nobody ever did any repairs. And to me, this is like really important that we keep up with our stuff and that we have this home that we can be proud of that's well taken care of. That's the sort of thing that can that a man or your partner will understand a lot better than you just being like, well, of course we have to renovate the kitchen. Look at this kitchen. He's looking at it. <laughs> it's not that bad. You know, like, it's fine. It has a refrigerator. It has a stove. But if you can go deeper and explain your deeper reasons, including the ones that I previously covered, you know, this is a creative outlet for me. I, uh, I do get a lot of joy out of it. I understand I complain about it a lot, but in reality, I may not be sharing my deeper feelings about it, which are positive. Then you may get a lot different of a reaction. And as a man listening to this, perhaps you understand more of what this means and or could mean for your wife when she gets to do this stuff. Now, there may be situations where the man is spearheading a whole bunch of home renovations and the woman hates them, but I've never yet met those people. But in that case, just fucking flip the genders in this podcast and then you're good to go. All right. Um, so hopefully this was useful to you guys and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.